Hey, everyone. Welcome back. It's the We Don't Want to Grow Up podcast. Stacey and Pete here with some holiday cheer. Happy holidays. <laughs> we did this for Halloween. We did this for Thanksgiving. We almost didn't get it done for Christmas. We're really having to squeeze some of these episodes together to fit them all in. But we had to cover some Christmas TV episodes. The specials. And we did cover like the classic TV specials last year. Right. A Charlie Brown Christmas, Frosty, Rudolph, and How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Mm -hmm. So check those out. There are so many great Christmas episodes of TV. I mean, most of these shows, just the ones that we covered here, have several. Yeah, it was hard to narrow it down to just these. It was. Some of these are ones that like we remembered watching when we were kids that we went with them or when we were growing up. But then some of them were just um, suggestions that we received on our Instagram page. Thank you, by the way. Yes, thank you. And obviously, there's not enough time in the world to get to all of them. So that just means that we'll have lots to cover next year. That's right. You ready to get to it? I am. So the first one, Golden Girls. both fans of it came from season two the episode twas the night before christmas so the girls all plan to visit their respective families for christmas but their plans are ruined when they are held hostage by a man dressed as santa claus at the grief counseling center with a toy gun with a toy gun in the end (laughs) sophia's got no time for that toy gun no and their plans all get ruined and they end up staying together in miami yeah and they realize they are with family that's right. Mm-hmm. I really liked that because I related to that feeling of being away from family, but you, you know, you meet friends that start to feel like family. Exactly. This time we're going with only one favorite moment, if we can do it. <laughs> Your best. But when Blanche whips out her calendar that she has made to give all of the ladies as a Christmas gift, it's called the Men of Blanche's Boudoir. And the, <laughs> they're all looking through it at the men for every month. And when Sophia says, I'm surprised you were able to walk in October. (laughs) (laughs) So this calendar, by the way, the crew made an actual calendar and put themselves in it and surprised the girls with it. And it was actually sold after Rue McClanahan died. Her copy of it was sold for like $4,000. I read that. Such a good episode. And again, really made me want to watch the entire series. It's been so long for me. Yeah, it's a series that I really loved. So I'm going to enjoy going back and watching it with you. I love that you loved it. (laughs) What's your favorite moment? Mine is Blanche's story about how she met her husband, George, on Christmas Eve. She starts off naming all of these different dudes that she was with. And everybody's like, oh, and then you met George. She's like, no, no, no. And then I met Tommy or something (laughs) like that. And then Dorothy at the end is like, Blanche, I could get herpes just listening to this story. (laughs) So Blanche. (laughs) Oh, it's so great. Next up, we have Beverly Hills 90210. This is from season three. It's called It's a Totally Happening Life. So obviously, it's a take on It's a Wonderful Life. Here we have two angels that are watching over the group, and they're learning about all the problems that they're having and 
trying to stop them all from being tragically killed in an accident on their way to pass out gifts to underprivileged kids. Mm -hmm. So it's a very dramatic episode. I would expect nothing less from (laughs) 90210. My favorite moment when Brandon and Andrea are having their kiss, but it gets interrupted when Andrea like stops and accuses Brandon of thinking of Nikki. And then he accuses her of thinking of Jay and, you know, more, more drama happens. Like every single couple or group that we see ends with some drama. And this was their drama. Yeah, they had both just been broken up with. Right. So they were kind of, you know, using each other, basically. Yeah. But it was still fun. It's always, It was always fun whenever we got little moments of them, you know, giving into the chemistry that they had with each other. Obvious chemistry. <laughs> so my favorite moment also had to do with some dramatic love stuff. That love triangle between Dylan, Brenda, and Kelly. Um, at this point... They were trying to all just be friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and while they were trying to just be friends, Dylan was making out with both of them on the side. Now, granted, I don't think that he was like doing it maliciously. I think it just kind of happened. And I think maybe the girls were sort of starting it. Kelly for sure did that. She like did. Brenda and Dylan had a moment. They just it just kind of they fell into it. Yeah. Kelly was being aggressive. Right. But of course, you know, you knew it wasn't going to go well. No. Because, oh, they're all like, yes, we're all just going to be friends because they don't want it to ruin their friendships. But in the end, the girls can't take it and they make him choose. Mm -hmm. But we don't know. We don't find out in this episode who he chooses. Right. All right. Next up, my so-called life, so-called angels. We had to do this one. Oh, yes, absolutely. So Ricky finds himself homeless on Christmas, and Angela tries to help him with the aid of a mysterious girl, played by singer Juliana Hatfield, who is actually an angel. I feel like there is a running theme through most of these episodes where there is an angel or a homeless person in almost every episode. Yeah, I'd agree with you. <laughs> I found myself like listing my my overall favorites. And there was a common theme. <laughs> so my favorite moment in this episode is the end. First, when Patty finds Ricky and, you know, they see each other and he just loses it. You know, it's like he's been trying to hold it together this whole time. Um, and finally, he just breaks down and she just holds him. Yeah. Which was a really great moment because she was finding herself being a little judgy towards him earlier. I feel that's one of the more powerful moments Of the entire show. Oh, absolutely. I have chills up my spine right now just thinking about it. Absolutely. And then Angela comes in and, you know, she and her mom had been fighting. You know, she's been so worried about Ricky. So like Angela and Ricky hug and then Angela and her mom lock eyes and they hug. And it's all just so emotional. I'm I'm seriously crying right now. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot. I can't get through this episode without sobbing. So (laughs) it's really hard to talk about it. And then they're sitting sitting there on the pews and that's when Graham and Danielle and Brian come in and they all have a moment with each other. And even like, you know, Brian and Ricky and Angela are all smiling at each other. And then Angela and Danielle even have a little moment Mm -hmm. where Angela's just smiling at her with love and, oh, it's so great. And then just really quick, 
HM is the end where we get the reveal that Juliana Hatfield is actually an angel. And yeah. she's watching over over everybody walking out of the church. And then she turns and her angel wings go up like she's flying into the sky. Yeah, you just get a, a tiny little shot yes. of her wings. Oh, because we chill. Oh, it's so good. My favorite moment is tied to what you were just talking about, but it's a little bit more specific. The choir that is singing in the background while Ricky is lighting that candle when Patty first walks up. That is such an amazing rendition of Oh Holy Night. It's like uncontrollable chills running up my spine when I hear that song and how they do it. It's so amazing. It is. Coupled with the moment itself, of course, when Patty and Ricky are are hugging. Yeah. But that, like, just that scene overall is amazing. Then we have Family Matters. They have a lot of Christmas episodes. This one is from season six, Miracle on Elm Street. <laughs> I, love, I love that title. It's a rare condition this day and age. So Richie brings home a guest for Christmas, and it's a homeless man uh, who has several lessons to share, a.k.a. he's Santa. Santa! (laughs) Meanwhile, Steve is searching a landfill high and low for Laura's beloved childhood doll that Eddie threw away, not realizing how special it was to her. Eddie, what a dummy. (sighs) So upsetting. All right, so my favorite moment. I love that Ben which is the gentleman that Richie finds on the street, is actually Santa. You get to the point towards the end of the episode where he tells Carl what toy he wanted back in like 1956 or whatever it was. And you can see the look on Carl's face. He knows it's real. He knows it's real. And then Santa brought him that toy and Carl gets to open it that Christmas. And you can see the joy on Carl's face and I can feel it. It's like if I got a toy now that I had wanted, Back in the day, like if you bought me a Power Wheels that was like a Jeep, a G.I. Joe Jeep, that would be the look on my face because I never got that G.I. Joe Jeep Power Wheels that I always wanted. Yes. Even though I couldn't sit in it now, (laughs) but I can absolutely relate to Carl there. Carl didn't want to grow up. He didn't. (laughs) He's probably a listener. He probably is. (laughs) Shout out Carl Winslow. Carl Winslow. My favorite moment is when Laura gets that doll back. And how genuinely happy she was and the way she hugged Steve. Just such a great moment. Like she like teared up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And all of that just really hits home to me because I just understand the importance of something that's so special to you from your childhood. Uh, yeah, we've got Pickles, we've got Harold and Bartholomew right behind us. Yeah. And if any of those ended up in a dump, we'd be very upset. Very upset. And I am currently waiting to finally get to look inside my parents' attic and see what's there because nobody's been up there since before my dad got sick like 10 years ago. Should we do a live recording of me going up there? <sighs> no. And like the audio, it's going to be like a, a horror movie potentially. It could be. There's no telling what's like, up there. <sighs> okay. I've made it through. Through into the roof. Oh, there's the, uh, something just moved. What was it? No. It's like something, somebody living up there. Oh, my God. I'm really hoping for a Christmas miracle here, but we'll see. Next on the list, Saved by the Bell. When I wake up in the morning and the longest I don't want it, I don't think I'll ever make it on time. 
Home for Christmas. This is from season four. There's part one and part two. Zach, Slater, Screech, Kelly, and Jesse are working at the mall for the holidays. They befriend a homeless man and his daughter. I can't stop thinking of the Let's Go to the Mall song. <laughs> Robin Sparkles from Robin How Sparkles. I Met Your Mother. Oh, yeah. I love any good 80s or 90s mall scene. It's always a good time. My favorite moment, though, is actually when they visit the hospital where Lisa is volunteering in the children's ward. And everyone shows up dressed up. Zach and Kelly are Santa and Mrs. Claus. Screech is Rudolph. And Jesse and Slater are elves. Slater's got like the nice sleeveless of course. shirt on to show off his, his muscles. And they give out presents and candy canes to the kids and they're singing. This, I said to you while we were watching, it just felt like a real life moment. Like they were really there. I mean, I know the kids were actors and not actually sick children, at least as far as I can tell. And I'm pretty sure considering we actually caught one of the (laughs) kids that had crutches, just picking her crutches up and walking normally. (laughs) Right. Like she had to get to her spot by a certain time and she couldn't get there with her crutches. So she just picked them up. I never noticed that before. It was great. (laughs) It was a good catch. My favorite moment is when they invite Laura and her dad, Frank, over for Christmas dinner. This is Zach and his mom. And while they're there, they end up inviting them to stay with them until they get back on their feet, which for me is is a theme through a few of these episodes. But I like that. I yeah. like that people are helping other people mm-hmm. and being charitable and trying to help somebody in need. in need. But a side note, I love how terrible Slater is at wrapping gifts <laughs> because... I completely identify with that. I am one of the worst gift wrappers of all time. It's what's inside that counts. That's right. It's usually a good gift, just wrapped terribly (laughs) with like 800% too much paper. Oh, you're not that bad. That's pretty bad. Well, I appreciate them either way. Thank you, my love. All right. We actually did two episodes of The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Now this is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down. And I'd like to take a minute, just sit right there. I'll tell you how I became the prince of a town called Bel Air. The first one was from season one. It was called Deck the Halls. So Will realizes that Ashley has never experienced a real Christmas before. And he goes out of his way to let her have one. So they decorate the inside and outside of the house, upsetting some of the neighbors. I liked the decorations. Good job, Will. I like them too, but it was just out of place for that Bel Air -Air. neighborhood. Mm -hmm. So favorite moment for me when Evander Holyfield shows up, we find out he was the guy on the phone that Will was talking smack to and saying, well, you you want something? Come over here. Come over here. (laughs) It's Evander Holyfield. And Will is immediately scared. (laughs) But he's lucky because Hillary and Evander are good friends and he gets let off the hook. Mine is just that moment. When Uncle Phil and Aunt Viv are in the car and they're actually talking about how, oh, we should do something nice for Will. I know he's missing his Christmases at home. And then they pull into the driveway and <laughs> see it, it. It looks like every I don't want to say tacky, but I mean, it's what they're considering to be tacky decoration that they could find at like Kmart is in their yard. Right. It's like nowadays you'd have like an inflatable Santa uh-huh. the light, but like back then. It was like a hard plastic Santa that you'd have a light inside of and it would, you know, light up from the inside. They'd have a ton of those and similar types of decorations. And all, you know, colorful lights. Yes. It was a party. It was. And they were immediately like mortified. Right. So the second episode that we did 
from the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air was from season two called Christmas Show. In this episode, Will finds out that his mom is seeing a new man while they're all on a holiday skiing trip in Utah. When the adults go out to the lodge for the Christmas party, a knock on the door brings the kids some trouble. A lot happens in this episode. Well, there's kind of two parts. One is when everybody's dancing and the adults are all getting ready to go out to the party. I mean, it, it seems like they're like, you know, like they've had a few few eggnogs. Mm-hmm. and But everybody's dancing, having a good time. And then all the adults leave to go to the lodge and leave the teenagers and the kids there. I just think that's fun. That's a little fun moment. And then at the end of the episode, they all gather together like they're a choir and sing a Christmas song. Well, actually, Carlton is giving them the gift of song and he starts to (laughs) sing and they all start to join in. Yeah. And he gets mad because he's like, no, I planned a solo. This is my (laughs) gift to you. And they just ignore him and they all continue to sing. And it's just like a it's a fun little moment. I like it. It is fun. Right before then, my favorite moment is when they're all gathering around the table to enjoy their Christmas tea because that's all they have to eat. Yeah, they were robbed. They were robbed. The robber took everything. One person had like a tea bag. So they all had some tea and shared some good Christmas stories. And they made the best of it. They did. And the last show we watched was Full House. From season two, our very first Christmas show. So in this one, the family gets snowed in at an airport on Christmas Eve. Meanwhile, Stephanie worries that Santa won't be able to find her. She was already worried because they were going on this trip. I think they were going on a family reunion. They were, and she had left Santa directions yeah, she uh, to left where she was nap. going. Mm-hmm. Yep. But she was very concerned. Mm-hmm. And then they end up getting stuck in this airport. And she's like, no, I told him I was going to be in Colorado or whatever. <laughs> Poor Stephanie. It all works out in the end. My favorite moment is when Michelle sends Danny, her dad, out on the baggage carousel into the outdoors where it's snowing. And he comes back eventually all covered in quote unquote snow. Both you and I were like, wow, that does not look anything like snow. <laughs> but it just, it, it's just funny. Like Michelle's just like, bye daddy and hits the button and out he goes. And then right after that, everybody's celebrating Christmas, even though they're stuck in the airport, they don't have presents and stuff like that, but they're making the most of it. And then my favorite moment is when Santa comes in. And Stephanie's like, hi, Joey, because Joey has already fooled her once. Mm -hmm. You know, fool me once, shame on you kind of thing. And Joey is suddenly like Joey is sitting behind her and he's like, hey, Stephanie. And she turns around and then it's like, you know, it always gives me chills a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like it is Santa. And then all of a sudden all their presents show up and then Santa disappears. And there's a message for Stephanie on this computer that says Merry Christmas, Stephanie. And then it says, thanks for the map. That's so then right. you really know that it's real. That's actually Santa. Gives me goosies. And then a small HM for the, the Jesse Rebecca mistletoe kiss. Oh. Did the crowd go? Ooh. Of course they did. I like that. <laughs> and now welcome to our 2021 Christmas TV special awards ceremony. Our first category is Best Decorations. 
Do I go first? You go first. Who's your winner? The Winslows for sure. They did that thing that I always saw in catalogs in the 90s, but never knew anyone who did it for real, where they had, like, they changed their decor, all of their decor (laughs) to holiday stuff. They had the Christmas curtains in the kitchen, tons of Christmas curtains in the living room. And then a lot of the other stuff, like, this is a little more normal, like pillows and tablecloths and stuff like that. But those curtains were intense. (laughs) I actually had just shared before we watched this episode. Um, some pages from a JCPenney catalog where it's all holiday bedding and matching curtains. If you haven't seen it, go check it out on our Instagram page because it is a sight to behold. Yes, it is. My winner is the Winslows from Family Matters. (laughs) That house is decked out to the nines. So I completely agree with you. I loved their living room. It had like pine garland or something like wrapped around the whole thing. It was amazing. Mm -hmm. Well done, Harriet. Yes. (laughs) The next category is best guest star, because I feel like pretty much all of these episodes had some type of guest star. Like we said before, most of them were either angels or homeless people. Mm -hmm. My winner for this, Juliana Hatfield. She plays the character that we find out is an angel, but she's playing the guitar and singing throughout the whole episode. It's great. I always loved her song on the My So-Called Live soundtrack. She might have two on there. I'm not sure. But, you know, and this song that she sings in the episode, too. So very 90s. Mine was actually Evander Holyfield on Fresh Prince. Nice. Mostly because it proved that all of Hillary's name dropping was real. Because Will always thought that she was making up all these celebrities that she knew. And when he comes in and obviously knows Hillary, like the look on Will's face is priceless. Yeah. And even like with Evander, she's name dropping other people. She's like talking about Bruce Willis and Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze. Yeah. Next category. Who would you rather spend Christmas with? This was a tie for me. I said either the Winslows from Family Matters because I feel like they just do it right. Or the chases on my so-called life. And that's mostly because when we were watching. And it was in the times before where, like, they're starting to decorate and Danielle's, you know, playing, like, a Christmas song on the piano and Graham is cooking in the kitchen. And I said to you, their house just feels so cozy right now. It does. And you did, yeah. So, for that reason. It's a tie. It's a tie. How about you? I picked the Fresh Prince cast. You want to be with the Banks. With the Banks, but from season one. Oh. That episode. They're at home. With an awesomely decorated house, and they're just such a wonderful family. Mm-hmm. It just seems like that would be a really fun Christmas. Agree. Next category, most dramatic moment. My winner for this was Ricky crying and hugging Patty Ugh. at the church. What a moment. It did not get more dramatic across all of these episodes than this particular moment for me. Wilson Cruz is always phenomenal, but he was just outstanding in this episode. He was. For me, I went with, when we're watching along with the angels, as all of the teenagers on 90210 are about to be in an accident. Oh, yeah. And then they just poof right through the truck, like we're watching Jamming the Holograms or something. (laughs) (laughs) It felt like a cartoon, the way that, that it was a miracle. You know, they said it was the man upstairs, you know. Yeah. Or you know who. They wouldn't actually say that it was God, but, you know, a Christmas miracle. And I remember being very anxious when I first watched that episode. 
Yeah, because that bus and that truck are coming to that intersection and they're going to hit. Yeah. And there's a big buildup to it throughout the whole episode. Like we know that this bad thing is supposed to happen. And, you know, we keep going back and seeing how they got to this point. Mm -hmm. But you know that it's all going to lead up to this moment. Right. So when we finally get there, you're like, oh, here it is. Here it is. Next category. Most heartwarming moment. I mean, it has to be the moment in the church at my so-called life. I I can't really. There's so many great heartwarming moments throughout all these episodes, but that's the one that just, I don't know, it's a different level. It is. And that's what I was originally going to pick. But since I picked it for my last category, I went with Carl figuring out that Ben is actually Santa Claus. Yeah, it's a good one. I love that moment on Carl's face when you see him realize that this was Santa in his house. It's so magical. It is. Okay, the most festive moment, like the moment that feels the most like Christmas. My pick for this, the A Christmas Carol rendition in the mall on the Saved by the Bell episode. Oh, that's a good one. I just love that story. We've talked about it before. Yeah. But that just felt very festive to me. You're in the mall. Everybody's there to shop and they come across this rendition of A Christmas Carol. People hang out. And it's just wonderful. It is. Mine was when both the Winslows and the Banks sing at the end of their episodes all gathered together. It just feels like they're doing it for the audience at that point. Because, I mean, they are. They're looking at the camera and it's, diff- you know, it's like, okay, now we're breaking the fourth wall and we're just singing to you. So they just want to spread Christmas cheer. Right. You know? And we all know that's the best way to spread Christmas cheer, singing loud for all to all hear. All to hear. Yes. <laughs> and I just love that. <laughs> Also, though, in a slightly different way, I love when it snows in Miami on Golden Girls <laughs> <laughs> because it never snows in Miami. Right. But, you know, it's a true Christmas miracle. Right. And Rose goes to play some festive music on the jukebox and then, and then like a Beach Boy song begins to play. <laughs> <laughs> it's just perfect. So what is your least favorite episode? This was tough because I like them all, but I went with Fresh Prince. The, the one from the second season, Christmas show. It was just more frustrating to me than feel good for mm-hmm. m- the most part. And it really, it annoys me that they rented a house that doesn't have enough bedrooms for everyone. <laughs> so like they're putting the adults on the couch and stuff. They ended up writing that in the end where everybody who paid for this gets a bedroom and all the kids sleep in the floor in the living room or whatever. But it did have some heartwarming moments like, Will confessing that he loves Carlton, even though he kind of coerces it out of him, you know, in the singing at the end, of course. My pick for that is the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air Christmas show season two. Oh, that's funny. (laughs) So we agreed. To me, it didn't have a great overall Christmas feel. Yeah. While, like you said, they did bring it home in the end. It just wasn't my favorite as far as the meat of the episode goes. Obviously, I agree. That's right. And now what was your favorite episode? My pick on this was my so-called life, so-called angels. This one is really impactful to me overall. I just want to give Ricky a hug every time I see him in this episode. I feel so bad for Ricky and I just want to help him. I know. Well, you and I are on the same page, (laughs) my love, because I picked my so-called life, so-called angels. Like it's both heart-wrenching and heartwarming. Protect Ricky at all costs, Mm -hmm. an angel among us, right? I mean, I sob every single time, even just the beginning when you know he's upset, but you don't really know what's going on. I start crying immediately. Mm -hmm. Like, I just cannot 
take Ricky being sad. Yeah, the opening scene is him in the snow, like blood coming yeah. out of his mouth. Like it, it, it's, it's so rough. But it ends on a on a positive note. But it, does. it just oh. And it's funny that you said you said the words impactful because I wrote it was obviously really impactful to me, mm-hmm. as was the entire show. So there we go. All right. So we're done with the categories, but we want to make a naughty list, a naughty list, naughty, naughty, and a nice list. So who is on your naughty list? Okay. The first person on my naughty list is Mr. Dylan McKay for trying to have his cake or cookie, as the case may be, in this episode <laughs> and eating it too. Mm. Like, listen, you have to make a decision, buddy. I love you. And I know you love both Brenda and Kelly and they love you. But you can't keep going on this way. I don't know how it wasn't Kelly, but whatever. But he and Brenda have so much history. They do. Uh, they do. I don't know. I was always torn on that whole triangle. I, I loved him with both of them, so it was hard. Anyway, he has to be. I love him so much, but he has to be on the naughty list for this. Okay. My first entry on the naughty list, Angela's parents and her sister for not welcoming Ricky into the house. Mm, that's a good one. I get so incredibly angry every time I see that part of the episode. Well, I think they were going to let him stay, but he overheard their conversation where they weren't sure. They were like, what if his parents are looking for him? They were asking Angela a lot of questions. They weren't immediately welcoming. Right. Like they should have seen his face and been like, no questions. Let's help him out. Right. Let's Let's help him out and then figure out what to do. Right. So they're on my list. And her sister was not welcoming at all. Oh, because she was like, oh, isn't yeah. it a little late to just drop by? Exactly. Rude. Very rude. All right. Next person on my naughty list is Eddie for throwing away Laura's doll. What a hey. Giant hey. And, you know, this hit close to home for me because may my father rest in peace, but I'm pretty sure he threw out all my childhood <laughs> toys. But I will come on here and redeem his name if my toys are all in the attic. I'm telling you, we are doing a live recording of me going <laughs> into that attic. It is a it is a done deal. <laughs> Next on my list, Eddie <laughs> for throwing away Laura's doll <laughs> in Family Matters. You don't do that, Eddie. You just don't do that. You don't make that decision for your sibling. It's not your call. It's not your call. And it's not your doll. Oh, nice. <laughs> All right. And my last one, the Banks' neighbors. For complaining about the Christmas lights. Good call. Bunch of Scrooges. Yes, all of them. And then I did have an HM, which is actually just a funny moment, but she's naughty. Michelle, for pulling on that, pulling that man's toupee off his head and saying, <laughs> kitty. Kitty. <laughs> <laughs> but he was also a bit of a DHA, so he deserved it. He was. That was on the plane, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Last on my list, Angela's parents, once again, for <laughs> reporting all of those kids To the police. Yeah. I was not there for her parents in this episode. They really, really got on my nerves. I think they did. They did come around, though. And that was all Juliana Hatfield's doing. It made Patty come around. Yes, they did come around. But that didn't help all of these homeless kids who were just looking for a place to stay. Agreed. All right. We've done the naughties. Who's on your nice list? Number one for me, Richie from Family Matters. Hmm. He invites Ben. In off of the street, little does he know, it's Santa Claus. I mean, what kind of luck is that? Who would have known, but good job, Richie. The first person on my nice list is the one and only Donna Martin. What an angel. 
you know, she's organizing this visit for kids that are in need and whipping everybody into shape for being a bunch of Scrooges. Right. You know, she's like, stop thinking about yourselves for a minute. That speech that she gives everybody on the bus kind of changes the mood. and It does. And she's working hard that whole episode to just try and bring some cheer to these kids' lives. Right. Find somebody to be a Santa. Right. I just, I felt really bad for her this whole episode because she was so frustrated with her friends. And, yes. As she should have been. Good job, Donna. All right. Number two on my list, Steve Urkel for going and getting that doll out of the dump. He had to do some real work to find that doll in piles and piles of trash. So good on you, Steve. My number two, Steve <laughs> for going to the dump and All looking right. for Laura's doll for 16 hours. 16. When he showed up with that doll, he was dirty. He was freezing. I mean, he had been through it. He definitely would have smelled like dirty peas at that point. Yeah. And she didn't care. She gave him the biggest hug ever. She did. Dirty peas. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he defines body odor. Body odor smells like dirty peas to <laughs> me. All right. Number three, Zach Morris and his mom for inviting Laura and Frank in for Christmas. They bring him in for dinner and then they invite them to stay so Frank can find a job and recover. Good on them. Yeah. Okay. My number three, Angela Chase and Jordan Catalano, because both of them really try to help Ricky. Rayanne knows that he's going through stuff and she doesn't try to do anything. Yeah. It's odd that she doesn't care at all in this episode. Yeah. She's just kind of like, Ricky has a tendency to get beat up. Like, it just is what it is. He doesn't like to talk about it. So right. that's why she doesn't draw attention to it. But like, he's obviously going through something. Also, Angela, though, for giving up her new Doc Martens to Juliana Hatfield's character who had holes in her shoes and she, she couldn't get warm. That's a good call. That was a nice move because they, they were brand new Docs. She was so excited about them. Mm -hmm. Now, my only gripe with that is she didn't tell her that she was leaving them for her. Right. And those would be pretty attractive to somebody else. So I, hopefully they didn't get snagged. I did kind of want at the end for Angela to like it be the next morning or something and Angela to wake up and find the, the boots like sitting by her bed. Yeah, that would have been good. Yeah. Oh, I did have a small HM too. Sorry. Okay. Dorothy Blanche, Rose and Sophia for watching the diner for the man who's working there so he could go be with his family for a little bit on Christmas yeah, Eve. They did a good deed right there. They did. And they had fun. Yeah. Is that it? That's it. Wow. We All did right. it. We did. We did have a few updates before we go. <laughs> yes. So, well, the first update. Because I did tell you that if we had any more Christmas episodes, I would come back and tell you the final results between the This or That, NSYNC, Home for Holidays album versus New Kids on the Block's Merry Merry Christmas album. NSYNC had already won at that point, and they did still win in the end by 58%. Fifty-eight to forty-two. Yes. Does that equal a hundred? It does. <laughs> <laughs> and then a few vice principal office <sighs> moments. Yes. Like I, I've got to go there for this. Artie Lang <laughs> is not dead. Now I had forgotten that he just had a suicide attempt while on the Howard Stern show. He then quit the show, and in my mind, he had died. But he is not dead. He's still alive. So sorry, Artie. And thank you to the person that reached out to us and let us know that. And they did so in a very kind fashion. Yes. They didn't make us feel stupid. They just shared the information with us. And we appreciate that. Absolutely appreciated. 
The other thing is that uh, I think it was the at the end of our Elf episode, we mm-hmm. were talking about our favorite musical moments in Christmas movies. And one of them was the moment where Kevin is getting ready for the day and White Christmas by the Drifters is playing. Mm-hmm. And I said that he was shaving and he's not shaving. He's not. He's just at the mirror doing everything except shaving. Right. But I was talking about that with the person that had written to us. And I was like, I have this vision in my head of seeing him with shaving cream on his face. What like, universe I is that he in? was like pretending to shave. And then that's why I thought that's why it hurt him to then put on <laughs> the aftershave stuff. Yeah. I was like, maybe, you know, and I think that she even said that, like, maybe this is like a Mandela effect thing or I, I don't know. But anyway, yeah. apologies. He wasn't actually shaving. He wasn't. Sorry about that. <laughs> and I am not sure if we've mentioned before that we will be taking a little bit of a break from the podcast. Just because we've been doing this nonstop for uh, since August, we, you know, we took a break in the summer, but it's a lot of work and I need a break. You in particular need a break. Like Stacy will edit these episodes every day during the week and get them ready for me to do other things. Mm -hmm. My portion doesn't take that much time. I do a little bit of work, but she works really hard and you've earned a break. So we're going to take off the month of January. Is that correct? Yeah, and I think that we, you know, we're not going to make any promises about what day we're we're going to come back because who knows, we may get a wild hair and decide to come back sooner than we're right. planning. You never know. But in the meantime, you know, you have time to catch up on episodes that you haven't listened to. Mm-hmm. If you want to come, you know, join our Patreon, even if you just join for the month and you can listen to some bonus episodes there. The links are all on our Instagram page. They are. It'll cost you less than one Starbucks Frappuccino. To listen to those episodes over there. And they're fun. Go check them out. Absolutely. And don't forget to do all that stuff that we ask you to do every time. But the rating and the reviewing on Apple Podcasts really helps us. And sharing it with your friends and family. Absolutely. We just had somebody leave us a one-star review with no context attached to it. No username. No reason. So if you haven't reviewed us, please go do so. Leave an accurate review. Whatever you think of the show, go there and leave it. It actually means a lot to us, and it helps us overall. And we don't feel that that one star was warranted, so Mm -hmm. help us out. That's right. Let's cancel it out. It felt malicious. It did feel malicious. Whoever you are, if you're a listener, which I don't think you are. I don't think they are either. Shame on you. Shame. Shame. (laughs) Shame. But we hope that you have a... Holly Jelly Christmas, even though you're on the naughty list. A naughty list. (laughs) (laughs) But everybody, have a wonderful Christmas, a happy new year, and we will miss you while we're gone. Catch up with us on Instagram, join our Facebook group, do all the things. We'll still be around and we will see you when we get back. So if you're not already following us on Instagram, you can find us at We Don't Want to Grow Up Pod. You can join our Facebook group, which has changed names now called the cozy club dash fans of we don't want to grow up we're slowly growing over there we have some great mods joanna and stephanie that are helping us out starting conversations so come over there it's a good time it is we're on tiktok at we don't want to grow up you can email us at we don't want to grow up at gmail.com if you'd like to help support the podcast and all of our other endeavors you can become a member of our patreon which you can find at patreon.com slash we don't want to grow up there you can gain access to bonus episodes and soon to be extra content 
Another way you can support us is by giving us a five-star rating if you listen on Apple Podcasts and leaving us a nice review. You may listen on other platforms and maybe there's another way that you could rate us or review us there. So if there is, please do so. Those numbers do matter. So if you could do that, we would really appreciate it. Also, you could help spread the word by sharing about it with your friends and family and on your social media platforms with your followers. Happy holidays and we'll see you all soon. Bye. Bye.